You're listening to the Rocky Mountain Review on 90.5 FM KCSU Fort Collins for Tuesday, May 2nd. I'm Portia Cook, your news director, and I, along with Lee Zempel, are the voices behind the Rocky Mountain Review news broadcast that airs every Tuesday and Thursday from 4 to 5 p.m. As always, we here at the Rocky Mountain Review strive to give you the most up-to-date, unbiased, and factual news. On today's show, the Halligan Water Supply Project is underway. Find out what the project is about and how you can get involved in local news with me. And Narcan training on Colorado State University's campus. Find out more about RAM recovery and harm reduction in an interview with Leah Winningham and Sammy Forum with CSU's RAM Recovery Station. And one team of CSU engineering students have dedicated their senior project to improving the life of a fellow student who's born without arms. This and more in Campus News with Lee Zimpel. Later on in the broadcast, an ongoing manhunt, a lawsuit tug of war, and a unique federal investigation are just some of the few key highlights in today's top stories happening across the country. Hear a rundown of some of this week's biggest stories in national news with Zimpel. And with that, we will move right into campus news with Zimpel. I'm Lee Zimpel, and these are your campus news updates. One team of CSU engineering students dedicated their senior project to improving the life of a fellow student who was born without arms. After about a year, Gian Cohen was given a set of new prosthetic arms that was designed and built by his peers. Before his peers began the project, Cohen had already owned prosthetics that he used for daily tasks. But tasks like eating or drinking still proved a challenge. Throughout his life, Cohen found creative ways to be self-sufficient in most activities, including eating. He learned how to do everything using his feet. And while he is proud of that skill, Cohen said that eating out in public often came with embarrassment because of the way strangers would look at him. In an interview with CBS News, Cohen said, quote, It is a very uncomfortable feeling. I understand that it is mostly curiosity and people don't realize the face they're making, but if they make a disgusted face, it is harmful. The team of engineering students who built Cohen's new prosthetics saw those challenges and decided they wanted to help improve his life. Engineering student Zach Weileman said they wanted to not only make it easier for Cohen to eat in public, but also to make his overall life easier and to make him, quote, as happy as possible. The students said that designing and building the robotic prosthetics took a lot of time and coordination, but that Cohen's reaction was the most exciting part of the whole process. Cohen's new robotic arms now allow him to hold, pinch, and grab, and the arm's battery life lasts for over seven hours. The arms feel like a game changer, according to Cohen, and he said that because of how natural they feel, he's a lot more confident going out and is extremely grateful. Weileman said when he and the team presented their final project to Cohen, where he got to try them for the first time, he smiled big and said that he felt like Iron Man, and that hearing Cohen say that was the biggest thing the team could have heard. Information for this story comes from CBS News. I'm Lee Zimpel, and that's all for Campus News. Up next is Local News with Portia Cook. In local news, the Halligan Water Supply Project is underway, and through a virtual open house, you can see what's to come. According to the city of Fort Collins, the Halligan Reservoir is an existing reservoir on the North Fork of the Poudre River, just 25 miles northwest of Fort Collins. If approved, the Halligan Water Supply Project will enlarge Halligan Reservoir by approximately 8,200 acre feet. Under Colorado law, fish and wildlife resources impacted by water development projects like the Halligan Water Supply Project must be mitigated. According to the city, expanding the Halligan Reservoir would increase reliability and resiliency by providing a storage reserve 
For emergency water supplies, increasing drought security, improving water system reliability and flexibility, and meeting future water demands of the Fort Collins Utility Water Service Area. City staff has developed a fish and wildlife mitigation and enhancement plan with a virtual open house so community members like you can see what's to come. The virtual house includes a tour of the Halligan Reservoir, videos, and answers a number of questions through multiple interactive stations like the purpose of the project and the impacts on wildlife and recreation. More information on the Halligan Water Supply Project and the virtual open house can be found online at fcgov.com slash Halligan. In other local news, concrete and infrastructure repair projects in downtown began yesterday, May 1st. Several concrete and infrastructure repair projects are scheduled in downtown Fort Collins, and residents and visitors to the area should expect minor impacts to pedestrian and vehicle travel. Light-filled Enterprises, the contractor for the project, will be working in the following areas. At 225 North College Avenue from May 1st through the 12th, sidewalk repair will be completed in two phases. At the northeast corner of Mountain and College Avenue from May 2nd through the 11th, concrete pavement and asphalt overlay will take place. Located at 310 East Mulberry Avenue from May 3rd through the 12th, there will be some more of that concrete pavement. Parking and the westbound right lane will be closed. East side of Remington Street, south of Mountain from May 4th through 11th, the Sands sidewalk repairs will begin and at 220 jefferson street from may 8th through 12th sidewalk repairs and clean cure application will also begin according to the city of fort collins these projects will remedy safety and infrastructure concerns and no utility related outages are anticipated traffic control will be in place and drivers cyclists and pedestrians should use caution in these work zones businesses in the vicinity have also been notified of potential impacts and those that receive deliveries along closed corridors are advised to select alternative routes and timing additional information on the projects can be found online at fcgov.com/news and finally, a new art exhibition is taking inspiration from our city's landscape at springtime. That is right, the Lincoln Center Art Gallery will exhibit Shades of Spring through June 3rd. This exhibit features the work of local artists who find inspiration in the transformation of our landscape at springtime. I can only imagine how beautiful that will be. Fort Collins muralists Chelsea Emmer, Diane Finley, Joe Motive, Shauna Turner, and Kristen Vose will be live painting inside the gallery to create their expressions of the spring for the exhibit. Visitors can watch as a five by eight foot canvas comes to life through May 13th. A selection of our artwork also by members of Plain Air Artists of Colorado will be featured in the lobby gallery. And Plain Air is a French expression for in the open air. Plain Air painters leave their studios behind and experience painting and drawing in the landscape itself. Itself. Their desire is to be in the nature and create the ideal opportunity to capture the unique characteristics of the season. As part of Downtown Fort Collins' Art Week, which is April 29th through May 7th, so you still have a little bit of time there, the art gallery will also have special open hours from Saturday, April 29th through May 6th from 12 p.m. to 6 o'clock p.m. And Plain Air's artists of Colorado will also be painting out in Old Town Square starting at 9 o'clock a.m. on Friday, May 5th. The Lincoln Center Art Gallery 
is open to the public on Wednesdays and Fridays from noon to 6 p.m. and prior to most performances. Well, that is all for your local news. Next, find out more about Narcan training here on campus with me and events news after the break. If you're searching for some new music, you should slither on over to the KCSU app or tune into 90.5 KCSU. If you're searching for some songs in student radio, listen to Reptile Room from 1 to 3 every Monday, hosted by me, DJ Python, only on 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins. Personnel from Ram Recovery hit the Lori Student Center Plaza today with various helpful resources and tools to help promote harm reduction here at CSU. Ram Recovery supports students on all paths and in all phases of recovery, including substance use disorders, eating disorders, as well as process and other mental health disorders. Hear from Leah Winningham and Sammy Form about Ram Recovery and harm reduction at Colorado State University and how you can get involved. My name is Portia Cook out here in the Lori Student Center with Leah Winningham, Sammy Quorum. So today we are really promoting harm reduction for students here on campus. This past year we've been really pushing CSU to help us hand out fentanyl testing strips and Narcan to students so we can help protect our students here on campus. Yeah, we're also doing quick trainings for fentanyl test strips and Narcan, so if you're not sure how to use them, you can come get them here for free and we'll teach you how to use them. Uh, We also have sexual health things like condoms for everyone. So how long does a Narcan nasal spray training typically last and kind of what does that look like? Here, what we're doing in the plaza today, it's going to be less than 60 seconds because we know people are running and getting to class, finals are coming up, so really we just need less than a minute of your time time and we'll send you off with lots of goodies and materials for you to look over. Awesome. And where can individuals find more information not only about um, obtaining Narcan nasal spray, maybe some of the sexual health stuff out here. I see that there's um, there's condoms out here, there's um, drug test strips, the Narcan nasal spray, sexual health supplies as well. Oh, and drug disposal kits. Where outside of this booth today can individuals locate tools like this. You can go on our Instagram at CSU Harm Reduction. You can also look up at Ram Recovery and we'll have information on there on Instagram. Yeah, so as far as getting it through the school, um, you can obtain all these things once you're already trained from CSU. Um, So if you go to the third floor on the counseling floor, they have lots of information on where you can get more and getting you that. There's also some resources in the communities. So if you reach out to at CSU Harm Reduction or at Ram Recovery, we can point you in that direction as well. I mean, is there anything else you would like our 
listeners to know today about CSU Ram recovery, harm reduction, or what y'all are doing out here today? I think for me, it's just really pushing that everyone today should be carrying Narcan on their persons because we never know when we're going to come up on someone that is experiencing an overdose and we need to know how we can respond and quickly save that person's life. And the way we can make radical change and to help our peers survive this drug epidemic we're going through is through radical change like that, carrying that Narcan, having fentanyl testing strips and being educated on the subject. Absolutely. Yeah, and going into summer, we just want to make sure that as many students are prepared for whatever may happen over the summer, just to be prepared for a summer of fun so that everyone can stay safe. Well, thank you both very much. Thank you. If you are just tuning in, that was an interview with Leah Winningham and Sammy Forum with CSU's Ram Recovery Station set up outside of the Lori Student Center in the plaza. Ram Recovery supports students on all paths and in all phases of recovery, including substance use disorders, eating disorders, and process and other mental health disorders. More information on RAM recovery, tools, resources, and Narcan training can be found by visiting at CSU Harm Reduction on Instagram or by visiting health.colostate.edu slash RAM recovery. Up next, an ongoing manhunt, a lawsuit tug of war, and a unique federal investigation are just some of the key highlights in the top stories happening across the country. Here, a rundown of some of this week's biggest stories in national news with Lise Pell. Would you like to be a part of a rising industry on your college campus? Well, you should check out KCSU and their podcast department. 90.5 KCSU is Colorado State University's student-run radio station where you can be involved with music, news, sports, and even production and podcasting. Come on down into the basement of the Lori Student Center and talk to a staff member today. Just remember to follow the music. Now, here's a rundown of some of the biggest national headlines. The manhunt for the Texas gunman who fatally shot five neighbors from Honduras is still ongoing as of Monday, now dragging the search with more false leaves than real ones. Governor Greg Abbott offered a $50,000 reward over the weekend for any tips helping the search and a sense faced backlash for saying the victims were all illegal immigrants, which is a statement that was deemed potentially untrue and apologized for by his office Monday. Now, 250 law enforcement officers are part of the search for the gunman, with the reward now sitting at a total of $80,000. A search for two missing teenagers in Oklahoma led authorities to discovering the remains of seven other people on Monday. Included are the suspected remains of the two teens and a convicted sex offender they were said to have been traveling with. Authorities have yet to officially confirm the victims' identities, but the local county sheriff said he believed that officials found what they were looking for. 
The sheriff did not provide details of how the victims died or what exactly happened and said on behalf of the sheriff's office that their hearts go out to the victims' families, friends, and peers. Montana State Representative Zoe Zephyr, who is a first-term transgender Democrat, is now suing over her removal from the House floor. Zephyr and the attorneys suing on her behalf say that her Republican colleagues' decision to silence and bar her from the House denies the right to representation from the people in the liberal district that elected her. This lawsuit highlights multiple high-ranking topics in the national focus right now, from transgender rights to the value of democracy. On Wednesday last week, Disney sued Florida Governor Ron DeSantis in federal court over his takeover of the Parks District following their opposition of the state's Don't Say Gay Bill. Since the takeover, the Central Florida Tourism Oversight District is made up of DeSantis appointees, and now the board sued Disney in state court to defend itself from Disney's federal lawsuit. The Disney lawsuit against the governor and the board asks to reverse DeSantis' takeover of the district, which had been controlled by Disney for over 50 years. The DeSantis board's lawsuit was filed Monday, marking the newest development in the feud between Disney and DeSantis. Two separate hospitals denied an emergency abortion to a pregnant woman who was experiencing life-threatening premature labor. The refusals broke federal law according to a first-of-its-kind investigation by the federal government. The investigation's findings are a warning to hospitals across the country as many health experts are struggling to navigate the changing laws that come with the various state abortion bans and restrictions. Federal law says that doctors are required to treat patients in emergency situations, and that rule takes priority over state laws. All information for these updates come from the Associated Press. My name is Lee Zimpel, and those were some of the latest national news headlines. Next is Eliza Drotar with CSU Sports. My name is Eliza Drotar. This is your RMR Sports Sport. In women's softball, the team is now 26-17, and 17, facing off against a three-game winning streak, all of them against Fresno State here in Fort Collins this weekend. Their next matches are going to be later this week against Nevada in Nevada before they head off to the Mountain West Conference next Thursday. In track and field news, the team competed in the Doug Max Invitational hosted by your Colorado State Rams here in Fort Collins, and they will be heading off to the Mountain West Conference next weekend in Fresno, California. In men's golf, the team finished off their season at the Mountain West Championship in Tucson, Arizona, placing fourth out of 11th in the Mountain West Conference. My name is Eliza Drotar. This has been your RMR Sportsport. KCSU thanks Tribal Rights for their underwriting support. Tribal Rights is a full custom tattoo and body piercing studio and jewelry boutique located close to campus on College Avenue. Tribal Rights prides itself on service, artistic expression, and jewelry selection. To schedule an appointment, call 970-221-9712 or go to tribalrightstattoo.com.
I'm Portia Cook with your KCSU weather report. Get out your umbrellas and rain boots because Fort Collins may see plenty of it this week. Today was partly cloudy with a high of 68 degrees. Tonight you can expect temps to drop to a high of 41 degrees with a 20% chance of rain. Wednesday temps jumped up to the low 80s. I'm pretty excited about that. However, there will be partly cloudy skies and a few possible stray rain showers and thunderstorms. Moving into Wednesday night, it will continue with stray rain showers and thunderstorms with temperatures dropping to a high of 50 degrees and those cloudy skies. Thursday brings us warmer temps again with a high of 74 degrees, clouds in the morning, then thunderstorms developing later in the day. As for the rest of this week's weather, you can tune into the next episode of the Rocky Mountain Review only on 90.5 FM KCSU Fort Collins. I am Portia Cook with your KCSU Weather Report. Information comes from the Weather Channel. And that is all for today. We would like to thank Damien Castile for our amazing theme music that's playing right now. I would also like to thank Lee Zempel, our news producer, Adam Carlson, as well as the rest of our staff here at KCSU and Rocky Mountain Student Media. We couldn't do this without you. Finally, we couldn't do this without you, dear listener. So thank you. If you missed any part of today's show, you can find the RMR podcast on kcsufm.com under the news or podcast section, or you can also find us on Spotify or anywhere else you listen to your podcast by searching KCSU News. And with that, we will see you next time.